Welcome to ReChurch. I'm Marshall Fant, the Director of Church Consulting and Strategic Planning for Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. My purpose is to encourage pastors and church leaders as you refocus, renew, and revitalize your churches. We've established this podcast to offer practical tips and suggestions as you equip disciples to make disciples. Welcome back to ReChurch. This is Marshall Fant with GFA Missions, and we're continuing part two of becoming the most effective uh, overseer you can as a pastor. So uh, this is talking about applications, apps on your phone, your your uh, tablet, your computer, whatever makes you the most effective pastor you can be. We all have uh, 24 hours a day, and we need to be as effective as we can. And as I did with the first podcast, so this podcast was um, a, a listener requested this, and his quote was, ministry is a grind. Uh, can you do interview some men that can help us maybe make the grind? Um, we can be more effective during the grind. So, uh, Tegan, introduce yourself to everyone again, please. My name is Tegan Jose. I am pastor of Heritage Baptist Church in Dover, New Hampshire. I've been here for just about 14 years. And again, so this is a generational podcast. So Tegan is representing our middle generation. So Tegan, tell our listeners and watchers how old you are. I am 47 years old. Great. All right. Uh, Joe, uh, introduce yourself to everybody. Uh, Joe Fant, Senior Pastor of Community Baptist Church here in South Bend, Indiana. And uh, been here about three and a half years. And uh, this is my first pastorate. I was a youth pastor for several years before that, but uh, this is the first senior pastorate, and I am 34. Okay. Now, again, if Joe could turn his camera, he is ministering in South Bend, Indiana. I, don't, I think you could see it just above his shoulder. Uh, part of his mission there is to represent Clemson in South That's Bend. Right. So you can see uh, Dabo right. sent him a hat and a football and – that's right. As, and the $2, $2 bill tradition, yeah, when, yeah. when uh, Clemson played Notre Dame up here. And Notre Dame uh, got a connection. beat us pretty bad yeah. that night. So Notre Dame's about 10 minutes up the road, and yeah. uh, Coach uh, Dabo um, sent me the uh, the hat signed and the football from the team and the the $2 bill as a representation of saying anybody in Notre Dame territory who cheers <laughs> Clemson needs to have a uh, something on their shelf. That's good. So. That's good. Well, that's all right. And then I'm the old guy. I'm 66, so I'm bringing in uh, perspective from the older generation on how apps can make us, or technology, or as Joe said in our first podcast, sometimes the lack of technology makes us more effective. So whatever yeah. it takes. And um, so, again, we just want to continue this conversation. So, Tegan, I think I'm back to you. Uh, what would be the, the next or one of your favorite <clears throat> apps or, or lack of app that make you most effective to get through the grind of the ministry? One thing that our church um, just implemented uh, maybe about a year ago, started with our deacons, um, it's an app called Slack, S-L-A-C-K. Mm-hmm. It's really a communications kind of app that a couple of our deacons had used at their workplace that they found helpful. They suggested that we try it as a church, and again, we just started with it with the deacons first. Right. But as we were emailing people back and forth, sometimes the email thread can get so lengthy and Uh, jumbled and confusing what's referring to what, that uh, this Slack app can somewhat help with that. Okay. So it's an app that's communications-based. I think you can do other things on it, but we just use it primarily for communication. But you can create categories 
so we start off with just the deacons, but you, we also have adapted that now to uh, for our church music ministry, okay. nursery worker, custodial, you know, all kinds of different groups that people in the church can join and just be a part of that particular discussion. Wow. Um, okay. So it, it now, helps. To, is this phone and tablet and computer or just phone or what, 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 what does it cross equipment wise? I believe all or devices. All, all okay. Yeah. So all devices. Yeah, I have it on my computer. I use it on my phone. It probably works for a newer iPad, but I don't have that. But I'm sure it would. <laughs> yet, yet, yet. I yes, think. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, so, did it replace anything, or it just it was just an up, up just a new way to communicate? It was a new way to communicate, but somewhat helped to streamline, and we don't email as much uh, anymore with that. So people still email, but what this does is it, rather than emailing everybody, you can put it on the Slack, say like music. So we put out a music schedule, whatever, monthly, bi-monthly, whatever. We can put that on the Slack communication for the HBC music ministry and everyone who is in that can see it. They get a little ping on their phone or whatever, and they can automatically see it's right there. They can wow. refer to it on their phone anytime they need to. It's very accessible and just very helpful. And we have found it to be helpful, uh, at least the deacons, uh, that group, especially. I think other people are starting to come online with it. Again, it's fairly new for us, but uh, I think it's been very effective and very helpful just in the communications aspect of Good. things of the church. That's great. So that's Slack, right? S-L-A-C-K. Correct. Great. Wonderful. All right, Joe, what's your next app or lack of app? Yeah, so um, I have one personal and one uh, one that we use for the church. So we have uh, one of my goals was to figure out a way to put um, everything in for our staff, everything in the same place. And if Slack does really well for communication, we've uh, tried that. It didn't really work for our staff. Uh, we tried we tried that, and um, and we probably didn't commit to it for long enough. Right. Um, but uh, so what so what I do, we have an app that uh, is super inexpensive that we kind of discovered by accident. It's called Instant Church Directory. Yeah. And uh, what it is, it's a church directory for your church. That's a smartphone app that has all their information on it and uh, they can upload their own pictures. Um, they can uh, they could do they can basically take a selfie of their family right there and upload it because we we're trying to figure out what, one of the things we had to do when we got here was to redo the church directory. And we went through all these different ways to do it. And the cost of having a directory company come and set up some pictures. A printed, a printed directory. A printed directory, okay. but they would also have an app, you know, because yeah, a lot yeah, of, a, yeah. most everybody now has a smartphone. And uh, so if you're going to go visit somebody or call somebody or text somebody, you'd have to open up the paper directory, find the number, put it into your phone. But here you just click and copy it or click and text. Okay. And uh, it's very inexpensive for a church. I mean, I think it's something like even $10 a year or something for wow. a church to use and um, has been a real blessing. We're in the middle of a migration to go to, to Shelby, which would be kind of a church management software, which would offer that. But uh, in the middle of that, this instant church directory has been huge. Yeah, it also can act as a prayer list for me, so I yeah. can go through and I can see the list of everybody and and pray through. You know, you can print out. Um, you can uh, Heather can go in, our church secretary can go in and can print out a whole uh, printed church directory as well, based off that app. And so there are a lot of things that it can do that are. Um, so you if know, you that if you have an older lot. couple that is does not have a smartphone, you can go mm-hmm. in and print 
and print that Absolutely. out. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. And we just tell people, listen, right. if you want a printed copy, just let us know in some way. Right. So um, repeat, so that's, that's repeat a, the name a, of that app again. It's called Instant Church Directory. Okay. It's yellow. It's got a, uh, a little vector of a church on the front. So it's it's simple. And uh, it's not really a, uh, it's just an app connection app for us. Yeah. You can't yeah. text through it. You can't call through it, anything like that. But it's kind of a, a platform for information. And so on the other side, one thing that I've done is I haven't really found an app to do this. But um, Google, um, we use a, a Google Sheet that ha- we just call it our ministry spreadsheet. And it has all of our information on it. So it has everything from my preaching schedule, morning preaching, evening our, our schedule for our we introduce a new hymn of the month every month at our church, a modern hymn. And so it's got all of our hymn of the month schedules. It's got um, special music, everything in this one Google sheet with different tabs so that if I need any information, it's got our deacon care teams. It's got our all of our church directory on there. It's got everything. Right, so who's, and who's administering that? So administrating it is me and the church secretary. We can get access and then all right. of our staff can view it who have like, in other words, uh, Ben, who does the scheduling of the special music and the scheduling of the hymns. Uh, he has access to it. Um, anybody who's going to be on the preaching schedule as we rotate through some men in our church, to develop yeah. uh, preaching skills. Um, they can, they can access it. I'll print it out in certain aspects, but really it's a brain for me and for our, our leadership staff to use to put all the information there. So if he wants to see my preaching theme, you can go and you can see the, uh, the passage I'll be preaching, the, the expositional theme there. Um, it's just kind of a, a database system that we use that has really, it's super simple. It's not complicated. And, um, and we, I've been using it for about a year and a half now, and it's just been a, a huge blessing uh, I, you know, for, for all of us to kind of, as a center for our, our information. So it's called a Google document. Is it, was that what it's it's Google sheet? Google so it's an sheet. Excel spreadsheet. Yeah, it's okay. an Excel spreadsheet, Google okay. version. All right. And the reason is because we use Google for all of our email addresses and everything. Okay. And so, uh, we use Google for education for a Christian school here. Um, and so the Google system network works really well and the Google sheet, everybody can have access to it. Uh, that we want and shared across platforms. You can get access to it on your phone, on your tablet, on your computer, anywhere you like. And so that really has been a, um, has been a, a, a but obviously uh, you have um, pastoral staff as well as yep. church. I mean, as well as school. Yep. So you're balancing yep. the, both of those with, with through that. Yeah. So yeah. pastoral staff yeah. um, and then church staff and yeah. then teachers and, um, and the administration staff at the school as well. Yeah. Good. Tegan, you got any yeah. follow up you want to say on that? I'm sorry, Joe, did I cut you off? No, 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 no. That no, that okay. I've got one more app. We'll talk about it later. Okay, Tegan, did you want to comment? How, is there a way y'all communicate with your? Uh, here I am saying y'all to someone from New England. Okay, is <laughs> any way <laughs> uh, you with yeah you you any way you can with your deacons? Is there a common um, anything on on the in the cloud y'all use together or or not? No, not really. Just the Slack is our primary okay. uh, right. form of communication, up, updating with uh, documents and schedules and stuff like that. Okay, good, good. Okay, uh, I think I'm a one man. I'm a one man staff. Well, so. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, okay. Joe, yeah, it's a, it's stuff. a different. It's a but in Slack covers that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, so the other reason, uh, Tegan is uh, sole pastoral staff, where Joe has other staff and a school. 
And again, so that was the reason I wanted a mix here so everybody could uh, get different uh, ways. Um, I'm going to mention one other app, and I'm going to tell you how I use it, and then we'll go back to Tegan. Um, again, I had to think, like say, my first one, I thought a day timer. So those in my age bracket, I want you to think of ring binders. Okay, so I love ring binders. I love the indexes for ring binders. I, there you go. So everything, I love ring binders. Okay, so – how do you handle it uh, electronically? I love the Microsoft version called OneNote, and it's, it's set up like a ring binder, and it has tabs, and then it has pages. So if you're my age and you can operate a ring binder, you can operate OneNote. And what I like about it is um, if I'm taking notes by hand, um, I have uh, like on a legal pad, I then can scan it on a, to a PDF and drop the PDF in as a sheet. So I think it allows um, uh, both a copy and pasting of emails or anybody I'm corresponding with, you know, or I, again, in my world, I'm doing church consulting. So any church, I can have a church, I can have the pages I'm dealing with them in, and I just can drop it all in there and it's on my tablet or I don't use it much on my phone, but mainly my tablet or my uh, computer and it is a lifesaver. And even with uh, counseling, I can create a a, a tab for a family, and then I can do different pages for different um, uh, counseling. So any counseling in the past, I, I, I was scared I was going to lose my files, you know, so then I could scan them in, and I have them electronically stored in the cloud. So if anything happens, I feel like I'm covered. So, again, in, in my world, OneNote, uh, Think Ringbinder, and um, – Tablets and computers. Okay, Tegan, back to you. So let's go one more round, and we'll go from there. Uh, can this be a non-ministry-related one? Is that Absol okay? Oh, yeah, hobby, fun. That was the other <laughs> thing I asked, something you enjoy, sure. One thing, I, I'm a very musical person. Uh, my family enjoys good music. And one thing that I use frequently, both at home and here in the office, just as kind of a background study music is – an app uh, called classic FM. It's actually the wow. classical station based out of London. Hmm. And uh, we really like it. Maybe it's just because it's, it's the British accent that we like too. but <laughs> um, something like that. Yeah. It, it's, it's calming. It's enjoyable. It's relaxing, easy to study be, uh, behind. And uh, I would recommend stuff like that for guys, whether it's Christian or, or, or classical or, or whatever, yeah. but it's nice to have something in the background just to help. All right. So were you playing it through your phone? Do you have speakers hooked up to it? How do, how were you applying that app through your home? Yeah, at home it's either. So it could be just our phone and all of us in the family have it. Uh, or we also have uh, Bluetooth speakers that will play okay. it through as well. Good. Here at the office, it's primarily, you can view it on your computer, uh, go to the website, but I just normally just play it through my phone. Good. And I think that's important, both um, at least to, um, I, I don't know, I always enjoy having soothing music playing while I'm preparing sermons. Okay. You know, classic music, I know it gets kind of a bum rap. Not everybody has a taste for it. I would recommend they develop a taste for it, but <laughs> it really it really does help the mind think. Good yeah. classical music is a, is a cognitive, yeah. um, intellectual, stimulating kind of a thing, and you know, that can be really good for, for pastors to develop and to help them uh, think uh, as they're preparing their sermons. Good. I'm going to second, I'm going to second that. I actually am not a, a huge classical music fan, um, <laughs> but 
in my um, in my reading several years ago about productivity, one of the things they recommended was to listen to classical music because it makes you smarter. Mm-hmm. And I started doing that um, as I study and as I as I mind map or when I journal or whatever. And, um, Wait, and it actually say, what, what do you mean help. mind map? What do you you refer to that um, twice? So help our, re- our listeners understand what you're saying there. Um, and I don't even know if that's a, a technical term. Um, for me, when I when I'm studying, when I'm preaching a passage, I write down data points and then connect them. And so for me, it's mapping out what my mind is, is thinking about the passage. So I'll okay. write down all the data points for like, for instance, um, what's a data right now point? I'm studying the book of Ruth. And so I'll, I'll read the entire book and I'll just write down data points. What's a and data, then what I'll is take, a data point? Just um, key idea. Point, just anything, anything that comes to mind. So, um, so Ruth is in, you know, that brings up Bethlehem and it brings up, um, you know, Ephrathah and all these things. So I'm writing down all, right, all, right, all, all these, all these data points. And then sure. of they're in Bethlehem prophecies of Mike and all this kind of stuff. And then when you have all that information to lay it out in front of me, cause again, I do this all by hand. It'd probably be easier if it did on the computer, but I lay it all out in front of me. And then I try to map, put these data points together into a cohesive whole of what the data is telling me. If that so you listen to classical music while you're doing all this. Yeah, it makes me smarter. Kind of bring us back to where we started with. And again, like I said, I don't recommend people doing the way that I do it because it doesn't work for a lot of people. But for me, it works. I've kind of discovered it, and uh, and it works. I will tell you one thing that I do recommend, and I'm going to transition now into one more app. So I discovered by accident this email client called Spark, S-P-A-R-K. Okay. And I use it for all my emails and it has calendars and stuff in there as well. But it has a feature that I haven't, and maybe other email clients have this and I just haven't found it. But with Spark, when you press send, there's a little on the bottom left, there's a little countdown timer of five seconds with an undo button Right. that it waits five seconds before it actually sends it. And that has saved me <laughs> many times. Yeah. Uh, one time of sending the email to the wrong person of um, hitting send and then, then being able to take it back in, you know, if you accidentally hit send too early or whatever you hit undo, it pops back up and you can keep going. Yeah. And that is a, I, I love the way it's set out the way that it flows anyway, but I've been using this for probably about five or six years and uh, have really, it, it's helped me uh, organize my inbox to work through it. And it's helped me in sending emails. It's got all sorts of, um, you know, you can do templates and all sorts of things and sending emails to people into the church and, and contacts and, and everything inside the app. But that one feature, and it's free, the, the app is free. That one feature in and of itself yeah. has helped me a lot. Yeah, so, and uh, and so that's that's a, a simple app that I use as well. Yeah, my I, and I appreciate that. I think I read the account where Abraham Lincoln would write a letter. Yeah. And if it's a critical letter, he would wait 24 hours and reread it before he send it. My my email, I leave it at 10 seconds. I'm not as fast as you are. Yeah. So I, mine's got a 10 second delay before yeah. it, before it's sent, and and it's helped. It has because yeah. oops, no, you know. So, uh, yeah. taking you got any comments on emails? Anything on yours end to add to that? No, I'm not that smart, so I just use the regular <laughs> regular stuff on my computer. All <laughs> right. Like I said, I'm, not the most techie, I'm not the most techie person in the world, so I'm learning a lot today. All right. Joe, have you got a hobby uh, app you use or um, anything for fun? Yeah, don't laugh at me, but uh, I love – there's an app called U Swing that's uh, for golf. 
and uh, it's a it's a GPS slash um, scorecards slash all sorts of stuff all built in together. Right. I don't play very often, but when I do, it's really helpful because the yardages are really accurate. And uh, is that on your phone? Can, is it on your phone? Or yeah, where it's on it? my phone. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's on my phone. Yeah, it's got every every course in the U.S. on it. And is that spelled Y O U or just the letter U? No, it's just the letter U. U. It's either Swing U or U Swing, one or the other. Okay. But uh, but yeah, it's on it's on the App Store, but on my phone. But yeah, that's I mean that's a silly one. But I don't use again. I've distanced myself from technology. Um, I'm off social media. Right. I'm off all of that because I just. Um, I found myself trying to shepherd the world versus trying to shepherd my congregation. And it was really dangerous for me. And, uh, and again, I, I just found I can't handle it. And so I've gotten off social media. I've gotten off all of that. Um, and uh, it's been very helpful for me. So I don't use technology on a day to day basis very much, except for the ones I have to use for. Yeah. For and those are the ones you've mentioned. Now, one other thing, mm-hmm. and then I'll go back to Tegan for closing comments. Now I know you are an iPad guy, right? That's your go-to device. Is that right, Joe? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about Yeah, so for me, I um, when I'm in the office, I use my desktop. But anywhere right. else, yeah, I've got an, a, I, I, um, got an iPad, the newest version that has the keyboard with it. And uh, it's a compu- it's been a computer replacement for me, and it's, it's wonderful. I use it for everything um, that I do with a computer. And then when I'm in the office, I just plug it in. It sits right next to me and everything automatically syncs over to my desktop. And so I'll use my desktop at work. Now what desktop um, sitting, do you sitting use? use a Mac as well? I have an iMac. Yeah. yeah okay. Just an iMac desktop. So your we iMac went, with I, your iPad and you have yeah. an iPhone. Yeah. I thought about um, doing something else cause it was a little bit cheaper, but it's just so easy. Yeah. And so, uh, you don't have to think about cross-platform stuff. You don't have to yeah. think about syncing issues. You don't have to think about any of that. So I just went with a Mac platform across the board. All right. Can we say this? I got other things to worry about. I, I you know, other than. Yeah, exactly. To, yeah. Yeah. And especially the same yeah. thing with technology. I got other things to worry yeah. about than getting the latest app. So again, That's the whole right. thing is what makes Tegan Joe's Joe Fant or whoever the most effective overseer he can be. All right. Tegan. So you don't think about it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Tegan. So what, what else would you say? If somebody's battling this world in this world, help them. You know, one thing that I have done, this is not really necessarily one app, but it's listening to various podcasts. We all know that the ministry is a grind and it can be frustrating and discouraging and all kinds of stuff, burdens. I've been reading second Corinthians and Paul talks about the burdens, the anxieties that he has for all the churches and yeah. Podcasts have been helpful for me to listen to, and I listen to, I don't know, about six different ones. Uh, and, and of course, research is number one, right? Research Absolutely. Number one, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. So whether it's, it, it, yeah. it could be even something like sermon audio, where you're just yeah. listening to sermons being yeah. preached, or you're listening to various guys. and But those can be helpful, even just a newsy podcast. I, I listened to, to one of those from a Christian perspective. And, All right, and so let me, can, can I ask you a question? So yeah. how do you find the balance? Because this is where I battle, so I'm just asking your advice. So if I'm driving, I want the balance of meditating and praying, but at the same time, I, I, I got podcasts. So how do you discern, Tegan, when to listen to podcasts and when to just have quietness for meditation and prayer? Oh, is it well, just your whether the spirit is leading or what you feel like you need at the time? Or how do you discern that? Yeah, there have been times where I, I don't listen to anything. Yeah. And I just 
I need to, sp- uh, to spend that time praying for something specific. It's, if it's usually something specific, a, a, a specific burden yeah. or a situation, yeah, I'll spend some time quiet in the car in prayer. Um, but if, if there's not something like that, I'm usually listening to something. All right. So I think all of us and Joe I'll get you to comment on this too. So I don't know about, but at least with me, I know I have a, a, a minute span. And after I go beyond that, whether I'm in tune with a podcast or I'm studying mm-hmm. for sermons, I'm noticed I've got a cap. And after we're studying for sermons to me, it was 90 minutes after 90 minutes, I've got to go up. I've got to get up, walk around, you know, just to change. And, and same thing with podcasts. I can concentrate for the reason ours is about 30 minutes. Okay. It's because that's, that's my kind of limit on tuning into podcasts. So Joe, do you, do you find any caps in there? How do you manage that or quiet time or what do you do there? Yeah. So, um, I really only listen to a couple podcasts. I listen to research, obviously. Um, uh, I look for podcasting. I, I try to do, I try to follow a couple different pastors in their sermon series that they're posting on podcasts. Um, I try, I've tried to identify, uh, pastors that I, I appreciate aspects of their preaching. Yeah. Some are very simple. Some are uh, very artistic, whatever it would be, but I appreciate it. And so I'm listening specifically for that. And also, um, listening to, I think it's important for us to listen to preaching. So I'm also ingesting the the word into my heart as well, uh, through that. But I can try I, to do, can I stop you right there? All right. Yeah. So now you create an internal podcast for your church, right? That's correct. Yeah. And how often is that? <laughs> Good question. Um, Once a month? So, or? Yeah, so what we do is we post all of our sermons on our podcast, and then we do, whenever it comes up, we uh, we used to do um, – once a week. And then, uh, it still is uh, an additional one about every once a week, once every two weeks, we're taking a break for the summer, but we do membership interviews. That's what we I was going to say. So this is um, a way yeah. to communicate. So you use that yeah. to, to like new members. I've heard some give their testimony, yep. new member interviews. Yep. Okay. So yeah. that's another, we also do, if somebody, if somebody comes in and they're speaking like a special speaker, a lot of times we do a podcast with them to kind of get their backstory okay. and get their passion for whether it be church planting or whatever it is, missionaries, get a missionary update on the podcast, things like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. But I will tell you, if you're thinking about starting a podcast, just recognize that you, uh, that we just say around here, you got to feed the beast. When you create a beast, you got to feed the beast. So if you, if you say you're going to do something once a week, then, then you got to feed the beast, you know, and, uh, and, and after a while it gets really, it gets really hard. I was advised uh, when I was pastoring, uh, we will, we will do this for a season. And we will reevaluate. So, you know, always anything you start, we'll do it for a season. And Mm -hmm. then you're not backed in a corner to do a podcast every week or two weeks or whatever. Yeah. So um, let me just, can I, can I mention one thing on going back on what Tegan said and, uh, and what you got, what the question that you asked about enduring the grind. So I got some really good advice many years ago from a carpenter. And he said, whatever you do, learn to enjoy the process and uh, do what it takes to enjoy the process. And so for me, um, I, I try to set things up so that I can enjoy the process of what I'm doing. So if I don't, uh, so for instance, for my sermon prep, I want to make sure that, that if I'm going to do it by hand, I want to make sure I have a good pen. I actually use a fountain pen to do my handwriting with, and I enjoy writing with that pen. I get good quality paper. It's almost not, it's, it's negligible. It's a negligible expense 
to get good quality paper that that is that the ink won't bleed through and all this kind of stuff to actually work through and enjoy the process. And so on for what I do on a day to day basis, whatever I'm doing consistently every day as part of my routine, I want to do everything I can to enjoy that process that I'm working through. And that has helped so much because then it takes it from just being a grind to actually looking forward to what I'm doing on a daily basis and looking forward to the schedule that I have looking forward to my, um, you know, to, to, to my routine and enjoying that. Yeah. And, and the reason this podcast was talking to Tegan and Joe was we don't want to be a slave to technology. Like Tegan said so well, just, I, I, he didn't want to be cool just like the young guys. He had to figure out how it fit for him. And, and so that's what the whole purpose. So how are we going to be the most effective uh, overseer the way God has wired us? And I think, again, three different generations here. So I'm going to uh, first give Tegan the closing words and then Joe, and then we'll wrap up the podcast. So Tegan, closing words, just a challenge or anything about what you would tell another pastor in this area. Yeah, I think, like we said before, ministry has its challenges, we all know, but there are great joys, too. And, and uh, with whether it's the listening to podcasts that can be encouraging to you, listening to preaching that can encourage your heart. You know, like I said, I'm, I'm the, the sole pastor of our church. Uh, so for me, it's I need the encouragement from other pastors. And uh, I often get that through preaching or listening to, to other pastors and their podcasts, not preaching, but... But, uh, no, can I say uh, one other thing? So yes, you sir. were you were in a Zoom meeting I was in not long ago with pastors really not in your area, right? Correct. But you were in that Zoom meeting. Again, you're in New England, um, and, and you're the solo pastor. So I want to encourage pastors to use technology, all right, just like you did yeah. that day, to tune in to another just time of discussion. So, Yeah, and we've I, done that even in New England with other pastors. Yeah. Uh, I've done that a few times over the COVID shutdown kind of stuff mm-hmm. where we'll just uh, Zoom New yeah. Hampshire pastors and talk shop and pray for one another. Amen. That's a great use of technology uh, to help bring encouragement amidst the difficulties and heartache. So technology yeah. is a great thing. We all have to live with it. Uh, but as long as we don't let it master us, we can be Amen. more successful. And one other thing about Tegan, if you're interested in churches in New England, Tegan uh, kind of keeps his finger on that pulse. Uh, so if you want to know how to pray for churches in New England, uh, you'll have Tegan's email address in our show notes. So um, be sure and email him, and he would love the prayer support. All right, Tegan, thanks. Joe, final words from you? Um, I think so. My um, Maybe my, my conclusion to the journey that I've been on is to say, don't adopt someone else's process. Take the time yeah. to come up with your own. Yeah. Um, I think for me, I would see something that somebody was doing, and I thought, oh, man, that's so cool. I want to do that same thing. But, um, and sometimes when you adopt your own process, it's not cool. It's not, you know, it's not something you want other people to replicate, but it works for you and right. it makes you the most effective. And so for me, that's what, um, that's what I've done. I found that, you know, social media was distracting. And so we, you know, I, I got off social media and, and trying to keep a to-do list on my computer was distracting for me. And so I went to a, uh, to a Rodeo notebook, like a, like a, um, a Moleskine notebook. I found that doing it on the computer sermon prep on the computer, when it comes to typing out notes and stuff like that, wasn't, wasn't effective to, to maximize the amount of time that I had. And so I do it by hand. So things like that. So for me, I think it's more of saying, okay, 
find out what's best for you and don't worry about what other people do. Don't worry about being as effective as, you know, the pastor down the street or somebody else. You'd be as effective as God's called you to be. Find out your system and then appreciate other people's systems. Like I appreciate the fact that taking can preach from his iPad, you know, it just shows that he trusts God more than I do. <laughs> but, uh, but, uh, but, you know, I, um, I, I appreciate other people's methods and, and what other people do. I just, for me, there are certain things that work and certain things that don't. And, um, and I need to be willing to admit what doesn't work for me and, and commit to my own system. Good. Yeah. I think that says it well. And Tegan said in the beginning, you got to figure out what works for you and again, the goal, the most effective overseer you can be in what God's called you to do, where he's called you to be. And technology yeah. should not be a distraction. It's got to be something that aids us or allows us to be, uh, again, the most effective under shepherd can be. Okay, so taking Joe's. Right. Thank you so much, Joe. Thanks for uh, participating in this. I really appreciate the generational approach here. I want to thank GFA Missions for, again, sponsoring this podcast, setting everything up, getting edited and posting. So appreciate that so much. Man, thank you. And I trust you all have a productive Lord's Day coming up. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to ReChurch, a podcast of Gospel Fellowship Association Missions. If you would like more information about our ministry or how we may assist you and your church, visit us at gfamissions.org slash consulting.